Lads, we're back. Hello. We, we are still here. Still Happy here. reading week. I definitely knew it was reading week. Yeah, Adam, are you tired from commuting back from class? Nah, it's reading week. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone's either in uh, Dominican Republic, Baumgartner's in Florida. Everyone's just having everyone. Girls. I know like the three people in Florida. I'm like, what's going on over there? Everyone's just chilling on reading week, man. <sighs> Florida. Fun place. Apparently, it's a pain to drive around there, though, which is a story for another day. But Florida can't be as bad as Toronto. Apparently, the thing in Florida is you never want to be the first one going on a four way uh, like an intersection because apparently like people aren't fans of red lights there, which oh, is kind of funny. But, yeah. Awesome. There's a snowbird joke in there somewhere, but I feel like I can't make it. We're really <laughs> in trouble. Okay. A lot's been happening around the NHL. It's that unfortunate time of the year. Normally, you feel this around a week or two before the deadline, which is under a month away. And it's starting to get that point of I'm so sick of speculations and I want moves and I want them now. That's how I'm feeling, guys. What about you? I can't believe there is a month until the trade deadline. Like, it's just it's it's a. I just either want something to happen or like someone shutting it down. It's like as soon as uh, Kelly McCrimmon uh, said that they're not trading for Mark Andre Fleury, that rumor kind of just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, I very like I I love more honesty and make us happy. I think for me, there's two things. Um, the first thing is I think with the Lubishkin trade, I like that there was speculation with it prior to the Coyotes game and it actually happened. Mm -hmm. And then another thing is looking back on the NBA where even the mildest speculations happened at the deadline. And I think that with the NHL, it's just that feeling now that when you realize, Oh man, it's only, it's not March 20. It's not even close to March 21st yet. And we're getting all these headlines. We're getting all these articles, all these lists that are coming. I know TSN came out with their list recently and you know, from a certain perspective, it feels like the deadline is next week or in a few days, but no, we, we're still going to be talking about it. So I'm, I'm happy that, you know, we're getting a bit of a framework now. Um, I know I mentioned with you guys, the JT Miller conversations heating up. I know we're going to talk about that, That's but great. it's just another example of, all right, like where's the payoff here? Yeah, it's, you speculate about half these trades, people are wondering how many are going to happen. Half of them, maybe, if we're lucky. Like, is Kessel going to get traded? Geez, you hope so. That's been a quiet one. A third for Kessel, apparently, is what may happen. Klingberg, quiet. I'm starting to feel chickering's probably not going to happen until the offseason. People have been speculating maybe it's going to be in a really deadline, but then it's just there's still going to be that sort of bubble until is it March 21st is the actual deadline. Just kind of wondering, like, okay, what's going to happen here and that? And everyone's throwing up cash space is going to make it go even longer. Uh, it sucks, man. If we can get the action we did around the draft last year, remember how great that was? Seth Jones happened. Ellis was going to be around there. It yeah. was such a fun few days. It, it was. It was much more entertaining than the deadline. You know what mm-hmm. we need? What? Trades. And it's based on Brian Burke's book. What? Is that we need Brian Burke making decisions like this again. I know he's the president right now of the Penguins, but I remember in his book, he mentioned he always liked to do his shopping early 
before any GM because he doesn't yeah. like the prices that go on during the deadline. So we need another guy like Brian Burke to start to start to get the ball rolling. Daniel, we have that though. Brad for a living. He made the move early. That's true. And he did. Brian Burke was president of hockey operations in Calgary for a bit. Sorry. I, maybe I'm too ungrateful. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Tyler Foley was great, but what else do you got? Fair. I mean, it's pretty good. You gave yeah, him a first in the prospect. It's a pretty decent move to make. Yeah. Got ahead of it. Who knows what that if that value had kept going on for Tavoli. There's a question you get with some teams and you know, maybe players and what's their value? How like much are they going to be able to build up value for players until the 21st? Like you obviously there's a lot of questions there with a guy like Jeff Petrie, like Dvorak, another big one who's still not playing. There's a lot of those sort of questions of you know the desperation that comes around the deadline and that. Who's gonna bite? Who's gonna be because the deadline just has these sort of you know, is is Sherratt for a first gonna happen at the draft? No, not at all. You can get the occasion of Ryan Reeves trade, but that was just that was more of a moving up in the order day of type thing. But if you look at, you know, the deadline, you know, I want more of these last minute, like, oh, who blahs? I just want all this, these massive trades, but it's just all this speculation and build up for a month and nothing happens. And even the big trades we don't even hear about, like what happened with um, Verona and Manta. Yeah. Beside that, what's the biggest trade we've had recently at the deadline? The McDonough trade? to Tampa from New York. Like we just don't really have those. Where's the James Harden trades? I want them so badly. And it's just going to be like, yeah, I can't wait for Kessel for a third to happen. Mm. That's bad asset management on the coyote side of things. If that happens, how did they turn? Uh, you know what? We'll we'll see what happens. The coyote. We'll see what happens, but they're going to be, um, they made it. They made a pair of trades. And I guess we can start with that. Um, that's no, because we already talked about the Labushkin trade, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Man, that feels like forever ago, doesn't it? Okay, never mind. Well, yeah, it does. The Carter, sorry, I said, yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, the Carter Hutton deal isn't really much, it's just it seems to be the Hutchinson's been bad in the AHL, and it gives apparently Hutton's going to be assigned to the Roadrunners. I thought I think Craig Morgan was talking about, yeah. So it's to help kind of build him up because only played like two, he's had like a knee injury since October or something, so. I think instead talking about the Leafs to start, because there is a lot to talk about them. Here's the first question. Alex, are you worried? Back-to-back law. I see, I think it's a three-game losing streak now. Um, after the Montreal and Columbus games, are you worried? I'm always worried. I- I'm part of the fan base that uh, is just consistently worried. Just because, you know... I mean, I know everyone loves to talk about this year and only point out this year, but like context is important. Um, And there's many important parts of this team that are consistent. I'm not saying to trade them, but you have to understand my skepticism, which of course it's, it's yes, I'm always worried. I will be worried until the playoffs and through the playoffs and for some time. I think we should start with the Montreal game. Uh, First game in the year where there's not of the year. Sorry. The first time since I think it was, uh, would have been like December time when there's fans back in the bell center. And it was a fun one for Habs fans. Great win. Fun, fun one. Great, great, great stretch of it. Uh, We could talk about the Montreal side of things a little later because, oh boy, will we? But I I don't remember the last time. That's, you know what? First things 
first, I can't believe I didn't mention this. Uh, our best wishes, speedy recovery, the Roliyama Mirov dealing with it's a brain tumor. Yeah. Um, the Leafs aren't giving too many details, no, should they? Um, I think the agent, I think it's Dan Milstein, um, put out a statement in that. And so wishing him well, talented young player, first round pick a couple of years ago. And I uh, just had a rough season, and this is just another layer. So we're hoping he's he's doing well. But um, going to that game against the Canadians in Montreal, it's never a good sign when you see a jersey being tossed on the ice for the road team. Yeah. Um, I, like, I don't even know where to start. Uh, do you want me to just talk about the jersey? Um, the jersey, I just at this point, it's childish. Like, I'll say it, like, do whatever you want, because I know there's that crowd of like, oh, we should be able to do whatever we want, do whatever you want. But that's not going to stop me from calling you childish. Like, no offense. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, the team is what? Uh, uh, 16. They have 69 points, I think, or 67 points. Uh, they're top nice. 10. Uh, like, what What else you want to do? They're at. Their power play and penalty kill. This is the best I've seen their power play and penalty kill uh, under uh, since the Matthews era started, if that's what we're going to call it. So, yeah, it's a little childish. Like, yes, that was their worst game, probably second worst game this season. The, the way they played, I, I don't know. That was horrible. But you don't have to throw a jersey on the ice. That gets nothing done. I promise you. I promise you that gets nothing done. You wasted $200 or 200 plus dollars of your own money. Congratulations. Do you want a participation medal? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just at this point, it's like uh, the boy who cries wolf. Like, okay, I get it. You throw the jersey the first time you're upset. Reasonably so. What are we doing? What are we doing? My my favorite thing was it was in the Bell Center, so you paid Jeff Molson to get into the door. <laughs> you you gave the Habs money. Congratulations! To throw one of your jerseys on the ice. What are you doing? It, it's, it's a just, tantrum, right? It's yeah, like they're it's spoiled fans that it, it's a tantrum. And like I, if I'm gonna talk about it, like of the biggest thing we were mentioning right now is goaltending for the Leafs right now. But despite yeah. the slide, despite the slide, and there is a slide. Jack Campbell still has eight wins in his last 10 games. So there's the silver lining there, but I know he's been a bit rough. Yeah, he was bad. But I I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just because like Alex, what he mentions is like the hindsight of things where when Jersey was thrown in like 2014. Okay. Yeah. I I understand what's going on there, but right now it's just kind of at this point, it's more meme like than actual like semblance of anything. Looking at the game itself, um, it was it wasn't like Montreal, you know, wrapped them up, put them at the end of the pole, and mopped the floor with them. Uh, if you looked at the score, you'd, you'd probably think that way. But it was more just the Morazic was not great, and this is he would he had that great save on Josh Anderson, but you know that was to just make up for that Mike Hoffman goal at the start of the second. There was again a lot of the story of the past few games is some weak goaltending. And on top of that, the defense in front of that goal, that first goal for Joss Anderson, I think he got three or four chances to score in front of the net. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's Joss Anderson. That's the guy you love having up there. But again, what I've been saying, you know, if you're not ready for that, you're not ready for Sam Bennett or Corey Perry from the Florida teams come to playoffs, right? 
No, yeah, that that was their second worst performance this year. After Pittsburgh, after seven one Pittsburgh, because that seven yeah. one Pittsburgh, they had nobody. They had no Crosby. They had no Malkin. They had no Latang. That was embarrassing. Last night was embarrassing, or not last night, two nights ago, or whenever. Uh, th- that was beyond. Like that was bad. Like I-, I watched. I didn't watch the entire game. Or like I didn't watch it live, but I'm like, what is this? Like, it's just I'm so confused. I'm, I I don't know what I'm supposed to think of this team because it's like I know, I know they're a good team, right? Like I think they've had performances where I can say, wow, that's a damn good team. But then they pull this, and it's like, but you're supposed to beat these teams, like back to back nights. Sorry, sorry. Um, no, that's it. I think back to like gripping on the Habs here because, you know, regardless of how well they've been playing under Murray St. Louis, and we'll highlight that later, a bit hypocritical maybe, but um, you look earlier in the year, still under Ducharme, but when the Habs were shorthanded against uh, the Panthers, what happened? The Panthers beat them. Uh, the two games against Tampa Bay, Montreal have the lead, but Tampa fight back and win the game uh, with the last minute goal, and then the other game was in overtime. You expect those teams to do it. So it's a bit understandable when Leafs fans are like, goodness, we just lost to the last place Habs. And a team that, with them in Arizona, are two at the bottom of the league by a very significant margin. Um, the Columbus game was just, it was, man, Campbell. It was a rough night for Campbell. And when you run into a guy like Line, who was very quietly having such a bounce back year, um, he, he the, talk about like chips on your shoulders. Line probably still thinks he should have gone first. He shouldn't have, but you know he still thinks that way. Yeah, you you have when you're an athlete of that caliber. I'm sure he does. You have to mm. in a set yeah. uh, to a certain point to keep that competitiveness. Mm-hmm. I think another thing from the Leafs game too, and if it, it's going to exemplify anything, and this is besides the Jake Muzzin injury. Um, which God, what if just what I'm what is it with the Habs and Leafs playing and just these freak injuries happening? Not even just stuff stuff with the Tavares, but remember the Josh George's fight where he just slipped, hit his head on the ice, and you know, then going back to Tavares, Muzzin, uh, the second injury he sustained versus the Habs over the past 12 months. There's just uh, it's just voodoo magic sometimes. You hate to see it. Um, it looks like they're going to be patient with Jake Muslin, which sort of just guarantees. And obviously, we're worsening the person the best, but um, you know, we're here to talk about you know also the, the the cap side of it. And it looks to be that they're lining up some LTIR stuff. He got put on IR with some other guys today, which is people seem to see it's lining up to go to LTIR, like some some cap shenanigans where the later you put them on, the better. I don't know how it works, but either way. A lot's been made of JT Miller, and we can talk about that in a second. What did Elliot Friedman do? Yeah, he 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 lit a fire on that. He really did. He he um he made a suggestion. Like, Jay Fresh did a poll of like where does everyone think these trade targets are gonna go? Remember how it's been made clear that Josh Manson wants to stay in Anaheim and he has Toronto with no move clause. The, the team with the most percentage chance of getting getting Manson on his poll was Toronto, and you're like, okay, so there's a bit of a – it's like how, oh, where's Hope he's going to end up? The most votes were Washington. I don't know about that, but you can see there's a fan base at work there. Like yeah. Nick Letty and maybe the Islanders, people were throwing out there too. Um, but JT Miller, 
Uh, Alex, would you agree with a Miller move or would you rather have that cap space and the assets spent on him on the defenseman in K- not just because Labushkin's good, good player, good player. Sure. Um, but if Muzzin is out to start the playoffs, is it better used on another defenseman not named yeah. Ventura? Yeah, we won't right do hand, that a you. right-handed defenseman who's yes. not Justin Hall. Because um, I've had about enough. I don't have know a preference. You, I don't know if you've seen right the hang, I don't know if you guys have seen the hangover, but there's I think in the second one, uh Alan Zach Alphanakis goes, I'm at my wits end. I am at my wits end with Justin Hall. Um my stance doesn't change on the Jared McCann stuff. That's but still Leaf Legend. Uh they need a right-handed defenseman that can play top four minutes. Ilya Labushkin staple him next to Rasmus Sandin staple him next to Rasmus Sandin I think that's that would be perfectly fine but they need someone to play next to Jake Muzzin when he comes back who is not named Justin Hall uh I I don't okay I saw the JT Miller suggestion unless JT Miller can magically make Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner uh score in the playoffs why why are you adding why are you adding another forward core uh, forward piece when you have a clear weakness in defense i thought it's a 3-2 league not a 5-4 league which one is it so i i want to say so if they were to add jt miller yep uh besides the fact he can play center that would knock alex kerfoot down the lineup and therefore knock out probably pierre Engvall. Well, Which isn't the worst thing in the world, or Mikheyev, but nah. Well, to get the money to work, uh, uh, oh, Kurt. well, the, because no, but, right? no, but I understand. But JT Miller has an extra year on his contract, so now we have to somehow make this work for next year. Which again, I I'd rather make it work on the back end than make it work up front. So, so Kerfoot's pro- probably okay. part of that deal. I'd okay. imagine. Mm-hmm. Came for him, by the way, because damn, wasn't he good in the playoffs last year? And then, so let's just say you add Miller there. Okay, Kerfoot's gone in the bottom six days out of this. Maybe they add another guy. Who knows? Um, Sure. Because even before, I think it was kind of said they wanted to get another forward. Who knows? Some guy, Phil Kessel. Not going to happen, but we can all hope. Yeah, I don't. Then for the rest of the regular season, if they're being very careful to start the playoffs, you have a Riley Brody. We know how good it is. Sandine in the top four of Ilya Labushkin. And then Dermot Lilligren. Uh, okay, no. okay. Yeah. This is, and yeah. then, Justin Hall that's, goes in there, but that's still like, ooh, no. How do I staple an X to that? Because that's, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want, okay. I'm not trying to say JT Miller's a bad player, but there's a difference between making a good trade and making a reckless trade. Adding JT Miller to the team would be good if they had a better defense. You're tr- adding to a strength instead of adding to a weakness. I well, like that is that. Would, uh, no, I get what you're meaning. Like, you're, you're adding more to the chicken patty than you are to the bread if it's a chicken sandwich. So let's just say that that is then going in. Let's, for the sake of argument, say the Panthers get Ben Sherrod. Yeah. It's that defensive core versus Uyghur, Ekblad, Gudas, Forsling, Sherrod, and Brandon Mullins. I won't even watch it. And it. And that's not even saying how good the Panthers are up front because a lot of people are doing the McDavid-Matthews thing for the heart. And 
and and Johnson Huberto is second in scoring, and he can get, he's a point behind McDavid. That's that's the level that we're playing at right now with the Panthers. I won't even get up Tampa Bay because we all know what Tampa Bay are. Very quiet in media coverage this year, Tampa Bay, and it's frightening. Yeah, it it's quite frightening. Um, yeah, like again, I just it's not the thing with adding JT Miller is now we're accepting the fact that okay, so let me rewind a little bit after last year. After the loss against Montreal, obviously the main discussion point was that the big the the big guys weren't scoring. Matthews, well, Matthews and Marner, Matthews got shut down tremendously. Marner was I don't know, um, but we had the discussion about well, you know, we should have added Taylor Hall. Okay, yes, you're right. That was probably the better move. But that being said, what we're doing there is we're admitting that they can't perform in the playoffs. So we have to add more secondary scoring, even though this is probably the best Leafs team in terms of depth of the last few years, in terms of how they're performing. So we're now admitting that these, the, the, the front guys, the big boys can't perform in the playoffs. Now we're having another serious discussion about this core. If that's what we're okay with admitting. What is it? The thing they say about JT Miller is he brings you into the fight. I think was the phrase, which is, you know, I think of a bunting and Simmons. Now obviously JT Miller is much more gifted offensively than those mm-hmm. two, but that's the, I think that's another thing to the, the thought of Miller. What's funny is you bring JT Miller and he's probably your fifth best forward, which is hilarious. Cause he's like the second best on Vancouver, but then it's, you know, all firepower, no armor. You know what I mean? It's like, imagine a tank mm-hmm. without the armor. Yeah, not much use. You didn't like my chicken sandwich example? No, I know you had a good one. It was just I was adding on to it. Okay, thank you. It was pretty good though. <laughs> I did like it. But chicken salad and me, last time I had it, I got sick. So it's just sort of like I think of that chicken patties. I'm like, I can't they can't do that to me. I know you said chicken patty. I don't know why I said chicken salad. It's kind of the rela- I have a complicated relationship with chicken. Okay. We played EASHL team the other day that was a chicken and it wasn't good. We lost and I hate NHL. It's, it's been a rough few days. It has. It has. It has. My created team was the uh, Vaughn Mighty Roosters. And, yes. Uh, yes. I remember that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the ha- <laughs> uh, it was like the Milton Chicken Burgers were the, the junior team. <laughs> you don't do well enough on the main roster. You get cooked and do a chicken burger and sent down to the AHL. And then it's the Nuggets or the ECHL team. You like even <laughs> less chicken product in there. Okay. I will never forget Ryan Dzingle as a Leaf. <laughs> Greatest Leaf of all time. He's that up was there. such him a, and I think Jared McCann should be on that line. Him, Jared McCann, uh, and who else? I don't know who who else would be there. Um, uh, who's there who's for a Leaf? Jimmy VC. If we're talking about past Leafs, that I don't, I don't know which one. Well, they, to say. They, we need a center. We need a center. Um, Bozak. Bring him uh, back. Who's a guy that they acquired in a trade? They never actually used them. Riley Nash. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, he played a game. He so, played a yeah, game. That's good. No, no, that's good enough. That's good, good enough. Okay, that's good enough to throw him in there. That's kind of like Mike Hoffman is a Sharks legend because he got traded <laughs> the same day they got. Man, what a mess that was. <laughs> was that the Sens? The Sens yeah. traded. So the tra- Sens didn't want to trade him within the uh, within the division or within the conference. One of the two. So they traded. They traded him to San Jose. 
who then traded him to Florida about an hour later. So, yeah, you remember, this is not the first time the Sharks have been involved in that. Remember when the Kings didn't want to trade Martin Jones within the division? Oh, yes. And so they sent him to Boston, and Boston's like, hey, San Jose, here's, here's Martin Jones. <laughs> and, hey, man, it worked. Jones was good for a couple of years. And then he just flamed out. That's another I mean, really weird tale. Of what happens if you play a guy like who's not used to playing 70 games a season? Like you make him play literally the entire season without a backup. I, we're seeing that with another Kings goalie potentially right now. No, nah, that's, that's harsh. I'm sorry, Jack Campbell. I'm harsh. <laughs> we could have said maybe Jonathan Bernier, but he's, he's turned into something. Where is he? New Jersey. New Jersey. Uh, Jersey? I, think, I think he's yeah. injured. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. And they haven't done anything. Because they had year. like John Gilly starting. Uh, yeah, so I think he must have been hurt then, right? Yeah, I know. I think that's the thing is they've been hurt in net like all year. Um, goodness gracious. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Also, you know that thing of uh, you don't trade a young player until you're sure about him? Yeah, who are we trading? Just um, Travis Dermott? Yes, Justin Hull. That is correct. That is the uh, correct both, answer, both. too. <laughs> no, Dermott uh, hasn't been Hull levels of bad, but I'm just like, can we just move on here? It's like he's, yeah. been on, he's like Rasmus Tristelainen, that every year is Travis Dermott's going to get traded, and he never it, is. Or, or he plays on the right side. It's Actually, like but this year he did. He makes less than a million dollars and plays on both sides of the ice. Well, if he's so good, why are you training? The thing is, like, yeah, exactly. Travis Dermott, like, I don't know. He's, like, too good for the third pairing, but not good. I don't enough. trust him in the top four. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, Chenyuk's so good at offense, but he just can't play defense, so we can't play him in the bottom six. That, yeah, that that's Daniel, that's actually spot on. Yes, that is actually quite good. spot on. Um, yeah, like, I, I think... Yeah. The thing is, though, if you trade both of them now, you really lose that depth. Not like because having Justin Hall as an eighth defenseman is not the worst thing in the world. But having Justin Hall as your fourth defenseman, it might be the worst thing in the world. So then maybe it's Dermot. I don't know what you get back, but just I'm so sick of it. Month after month about Travis Dermot. I don't want to trade it. Yeah, no, it, it's been that. every year, every year with Travis Dermott, every freaking year. I kind of feel bad. I do, too. Super nice guy. Oh, he seems like a great guy. That video of him and the kid and talking about giraffes and stuff. Yeah. Great, great content. Great content. Great content. Great stuff. I also wonder if now Muzzin's getting older. He's getting injuries. I wonder if there's a bigger D move in the summer. By the way, we didn't say happy birthday to him. His birthday was two days ago. When he got hurt, yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was unfortunate. That made me think of the Evans thing with uh, with yeah, that was tough. No, that was that was really, really tough. Yeah, there's probably I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bigger D move in the summer, Lindholm, even though a lot of money, but you know, oh no, Jake Muzzin can't play anymore. Oh, and and then, (laughs) oh no, swear Stefan Robida. Oh, don't. Yeah, come on. Come on. I'm just just If the league let that happen, I'm quitting the show. I'm just joking. I'm so sick of it. So sick of it. It's okay, because as soon as the Leafs do it, they'll just, they'll they'll get, they'll, bye-bye. They'll get rid of it. I hate the energy. I'll hate them so much. Oh, you want to fly Nick Roberts into Toronto from LA? What? That's not allowed. Can't do that. I can't wait to see what. If we hear legit things about if JT Miller is traded to Toronto, 
the thing I was seeing some tweets about what he Vancouver fans think he's worth. I'm like, I don't know about that. What well, I've seen a couple. What uh, whatever I saw, I saw Robertson a first, second, and third, and I said, okay. I saw that, and then I saw a comment saying that's not enough. Oh yes, yes. And I was like, that's too much. That is. It, I, I no. think the deal was. Uh, I saw one that was like Robertson, Liljegren, a first and a second. That's a lot. If it's a first, third, and Robertson, I think it's good because that's the Toffoli return. Is a prospect because I think Robertson's a second round pick. Is he not? Mm-hmm. Yep. A first, and I don't. Yeah, and 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 a first and a third. I think that's fine. But not saying three picks and and a, and the skill forward. I mean, maybe other teams question Robertson's value because he hasn't played. Fair enough, but you know, it's, right. but that many assets is like I calm down now. Calm down. The extra I, year helps, but I'm like you know. Let's just simmer down here. Let's just simmer. Maybe we're undervaluing JT Miller, but uh, uh, could you imagine how upset Mike would be if the Leafs got JT Miller? Oh, my. oh imagine if they miss out on him and they get Ben Chirot. Oh, my God, please. If the Leafs oh, are the, the Rangers. The show deserves that. The show deserves oh, the Rangers the get Rangers, Ben Chirot? Yeah, the Rangers. Okay. They miss out on Miller and get Ben Chirot. Yeah. Oh, that is just... That'd that's, make my that's, month. That's great. That, that would... That would make that would make my month. Okay. It happens. They won three straight. They're back. They beat the lead. They're not back. I saw people staying over the Habs back. I'm like, okay, let's calm down now. Let me just quickly let me just quickly get the standings up for people that are, are <laughs> oh man. Just get the standings out. You know, just we'll, we'll grab that. So the Devils are last in the Metro, 39 points, right? Oh, goodness gracious. They are really bad this year. Flyers at 40. Wow. So 39 for the Devils. Um, the Kraken are last in the Pacific with 36. The Habs are last in the league with 29. The gap is, is closing, but like, listen, let's be honest. They can play 500 the rest of the year. They're still going to get top. The standard is a top three pick, people. Um, but still, they've won their first consecutive games this year and it's up to three games now uh hamburger was great versus the islanders which was man that what a story uh andrew hammond is yeah that man you can't keep him down okay do you guys know that meme where it's like the, the guy's walking with his girlfriend and he's looking back at the girl walking past mm-hmm. him yeah and it's it's so the the guy walking with his girl is the deno tatar gallagher line and the girl he's looking at is uh suzuki anderson and caulfield uh, so I want to find this tweet I saw because Habs Twitter was like, we need to start calling this. We need like a line name because my goodness, were they not just amazing versus the Leafs? I loved watching it. Um, let me just quickly try and find it. Oh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. <laughs> That's so, so funny. So Habs laughs on Twitter, put a thing of like, all right, we need a name here. And at C-H-I-A-P-E-T-33, um, called it the small, medium, large line. And then hockey in Ottawa responded the soft drink line. So I will be addressing them from this point forward as the soft drink line. Wait, wait. He's obviously the medium. Anderson's the tall, the large, and then Caulfield's the small. Wait, the Canadian soft drink line or the American soft drink line? Because the sizes are vastly different. We live in Canada. Okay. We're not not getting, listen, Cole small. We only need to get more complicated. Okay. Oh, 
just seems like a very stereotypical. We got a sniper, we got a playmaker, very smart two-way guy in Suzuki, and we got a big guy. I like it. I I don't know. It's like I'm not gonna call it the accountability line, but it's like it's they're a lot more responsible than what we've been seeing. So I like it. I think it's you know what it is is it's a mix of Marty St. Louis and a mix of because Anderson's not the best two way, but Suzuki just sort of fixes all of that because he, he, yeah he's slick Nick they call him quietly very good on your Marty St. Louis by the way just been incredible so's Petrie so's Petrie man I'm telling you they're gonna call him Saint Nick uh, Saint Nick I mean yeah, why like not? Saint Patrick I I think that, that has been thrown out there mm-hmm. he's got a few he's got Big Dick Nick. That's why I like calling him. Um, Call him the gift giver. The gift giver, St. Nick? Yes. You get an assist. You get an assist. <laughs> Justin Hall, you get it laid out. That was great. That was great. That was great. That was so good. That was so good. And Alex is not even defending him right now. Well, I mean, do you, want me to defend, do you want me to defend no, him? Listen, do you want me to defend him? I will. You know, I mean, I'm I can look- try. It's just, it's not going to be great content. It's fine. Mm. We're going to always have our <laughs> moments with him. We're going to have all or nothings. Remember his golf oh, bonding listen, with listen. Justin, with Jake Muzzin? That, yeah, yeah, I'm always right. going to look back on that. I, I'll say this. It has nothing to do with Justin Hall, but I will not defend that performance. That. Um, yeah. He's just really interesting. So they play the, the Sabres. They hope that Jeff Skinner doesn't pop four goals again. That'd be nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't find exactly who was saying this, but but a really weird name that's been thrown around all of a sudden. Ilya Samsonov. Apparently, Carey Price is going to be... There's going to be an update regarding his health on Friday because he still hasn't skated. So I am really starting to... Because you, you got to think, if maybe this is... He's, there, he's pure done for the season. If Jake Allen comes back and maybe, you know, to stop get the gap where Primo, Sam Sonoff's going to be a guy you bring in the meet. And maybe that package is around the Lekin and who knows? I, you know, I don't know what you would do there. And I don't think Sam Sonoff's going to get that much in arbitration in the offseason, especially if you look at If he was so good, the Caps wouldn't be looking to try and get Marc-Andre Fleury out of the clutches of the Chicago Blackhawks. I really start to wonder what happens if uh, when Allen gets back. And if they pick up Sansonov, like, because then you just have a Hammond and Montembeau just sitting there. Because they have to start wondering, is they're going to pick up their play to compete for a job? But if they get Sansonov, then they've just sort of lost it. And then we're going to have a sort of pipeline spill in there. Well, I, I'd imagine if you can get uh, Samsonov, then that makes Jake Allen tradable because yeah. you still have so based on what you're saying. So let's say you trade for Samsonov, then you trade Allen away. So now you have Samsonov, you have uh, Montembo and you have Hammond. That's let's, let's say those are your three NHL goalies essentially. And that, I'll, that allows Caden Primo to stay in the AHL with Michael McNiven. Can't forget Michael McNiven. Um, so I guess it makes Jake Allen uh, expendable or tradable in a way. Yeah, I don't know his time. I don't know if he'll be ready before the deadline. Because I, I still think the Oilers need to go get him. I still I was still believe that too. Yeah. Like, man, don't get Corpusalo. Go get, go get Jake Allen. Come on, just go get Jake Allen. Uh, and that's the guy. Like, is he going to be healthy in time where people they got to consider picking him up? Maybe the Blues reacquire him once they they flip Jordan Bennington. 
I just thought it was really yeah exactly yes yes I just find it really funny Samzonov was just not a name I was expecting um, or I don't know maybe it's a an Allen Samzonov and there's some extra pieces around their swap maybe is it a bias with that because he I guess like he fits the Washington model of you know he's not gonna come in right away he's a Russian prospect and they did use a first round pick on him so I assume that. With that already, Washington be, would be willing to give him the amount of patience they want uh, to afford him because, like you know, they still have Vitek Vinicek there, who's you know he's a solid goalie as well. But but I, again, at the same time too, like you know, a lot of the core guys are getting a lot older. So I guess like Washington, at least for now, is thinking about what run we can do, which which is weird to me because the last two years I'm like they just look like they didn't have that umph. At like certain deadline moves, when we mentioned something like Mark Andre Fleury like to shore up that goaltending, they clearly don't trust Vanacek or Samsona. They just clearly, again, maybe as a backup, it's a different story, but uh, we'll see. And yeah, the Capitals do look, it's they haven't played in like a week, eh? Yeah, so appa- apparently, uh, some of the teams actually got some of their Olympic break. Hate that. I love it here. Uh, great league, great league, great league. Uh, Christian Dvorak, like, still, we don't know what's happening with him. Jared Spurgeon, no penalty, great league, great discipline. Oh, right, because he's injured. I, I actually forgot he was injured for a second. Mm-hmm. Right? He's in, he's out. Dvorak? Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. a concussion. No, he hasn't. Okay, he, here's what's weird. Everybody said they were like, it's not a concussion. But then we just, it's just been, there's been setbacks. Like it's the same thing with Edmondson, right? There's just, there's a bit of confusion, very much a lot of confusion. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe they're going to give a mass injury update pretty soon. Just be like, uh, how far is Allen back from and all that? Like David Savard, it's still going to be a couple weeks away. Remember, he exists. Weird. Jonathan Druin's still hurt. Like, yeah. what? I don't even remember what happened to him. Uh, By the way. Imagine Jonathan Drew under Murray St. Louis. Eh? Yeah, we got that trade value up for the offseason. Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad. I think that, you know, skill guy. They, they played world. together briefly, right? Yeah. I got that wrong. I was just wrong. thinking about it. I, was just I got that wrong. So I thought that they had played together, but I forgot that Marty St. Louis was in New York. Oh, yeah. So Jonathan Drew's rookie season in Tampa was Marty St. Louis last year. Uh, in the league, but in New York. Right, right. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, 2014-15, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. So, you know, no. But that would have been pretty cool if they, they had been. But I think he would have maybe, no, I don't even think he would have been around when he got drafted. I can't remember. It's a, it's messy. It's messy. Okay. Uh, some other stuff that's going around a lot. Blah, 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 going around, around the league. Stuff going on around the league, I should say. Bob Murray has been hired. Uh, but he's a he's now a scout for the Flames, which is kind of weird. I guess this proves that whatever rehab he was going through with you know the stuff of alcohol abuse and all that, he's good now. Um, good to see him on his feet again. I have questions. I'm sure the Flames went out and especially with everything with Bill Peters, you like to think the Flames did an extra bit of check around to see if he was good. Um, yeah, you know it's a good success comeback story, you can say. Yeah, I mean, look at, uh, I know he's not the director of amateur scouting in Anaheim, but look at the team he was able to draft and develop in Anaheim. 
learned a thing or two from Martin Madden Jr., didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think having him as a scout, he obviously knows something. Uh, the amount of players that they've traded away and, and have kept uh, over the years have been quite impressive. It's so, very – oh, sorry, go on. Daniel. No, no, it's just – yeah, I'm – it's kind of weird to me because it's like there's so many changes going on in Anaheim that Bob Murray really was that that guy for so long. And his – his um I guess like his – uh I guess like, yeah, like everything he's been able to do like in terms of like an impact there, it's just – it's, it's going to be there for quite some time. And I think that like, it's indicative of – the flames to like, I guess, take this chance on it. I know that this happens a lot with certain GMs where they want to rebuild that reputation and then they go the scout route again, but there's that added level with Bob Murray that, yeah, what he's been able to do for the ducks for so long, like keep in mind that they, other than, you know, Trevor Zegras for quite some time, like their only other lottery pick since 2007 was Hampus Lindholm. So he did pretty well with a contending team. So it's, there's a lot of, similarities I find with that with Calgary where they're going to look to him to see, okay, what can we do? We don't have a first, but what can you do in the later rounds? Okay. The Flames, uh, you know, they've been, they've been a fine drafting team. I don't know how many of their, like, like you think of their core guys, Goudreau was a late rounder. Who, what the heck happened to Monaghan? Lindholm, they brought in. Hannafin, they brought in. Markstrom, they brought in. Toffoli, they brought in. Lucic, they brought in. Manjapani. Manjapani, yeah. the sixth round pick, right? That's yeah. A fair one. Yeah. So maybe Dubay's in there, a young guy, but not a difference maker. So maybe you can just try and refine that a little bit. Man, Triple went Anderson, from uh, second round pick. Rasmus Anderson, second round pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Just good in everything except the first round. Like Mr. Bergevin. Anyway, <laughs> what? Wasn't Monahan a second rounder? He was sixth overall in 2013. Yeah, Adam, that was uh, that's Actually, not the do second you know, round. Do you know who went just before him, fifth overall? No, oh, don't do this. Reinhardt? Lindholm. No, Lindholm. Yeah, Elias yes. Lindholm. Oh, that's neat. I remember that because um, there was a debate at the time where it's like, why did Jim Rutherford not go for uh, Sean Monahan, who was the consensus center that they needed, right at the time? And now both Calgary has both. By position. Well, I mean, you were right with like like Yusuf Alamaki was 16th overall, and that guy's been up and down. Yeah, but still, anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, Murray, nice to see you. Anyway, um, okay, uh, something on Montreal side of things I forgot to mention. Uh, they promoted someone to be an AGM, John Sedgwick, who before has been in legal stuff, working their cap and all of that. Uh, he is white, which is like. Okay, okay. Now, I was going to be like, all right, now it's time to rip them about the hockey ops diversity thing. But then I saw something from Luke Jelena, which made me love this man, apparently, now. So after hours of my shoveling, I heard this news. An excellent choice, I believe. Man of details. It is John who calculates everything related to the cap. And internally, he was the only one to warn the Logan May you should not be drafted. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Very good. And he's been talking about building up uh, like um, the analytics department. So you can imagine he's going to be one of the guys doing that. So that was that's nice to see. Uh, that's very nice to see. Fucking are a woman. Are you allergic? You know what I mean? Or it's like, oh my god! Like just 
one misstep, one misstep from any of these guys, and I swear, I swear. Oh, goodness, we just hire someone. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, this is kind of unfortunate that this happened so late. It's only one year. Andre Dineshkin, never forget that. Yeah, we have a ruling on that. The IIHF, after the Olympics, have suspended him for one year. Yeah. Did he All play that. at the did he play at the Olympics? I don't know if Ukraine. I can double check. I have no idea if I'll double I'll double check. I'll double check. You guys okay. keep going. Mm-hmm. A, it's not enough, is it? Um I, I don't know if Kuznetsov was much more than that. He was caught doing a white powder on film. I I wasn't Kuznetsov four years. Was it four? So it's that. Well, so is that? But that's uh, that's in totality one Olympics he would be suspended from. Now that's for you know an illegal drug that yeah. every NHLer seems to. It's the worst kept secret in the league. A racial gesture like that, which made the guy leave the league. I forgot who was the guy he did it to. I can't remember. Uh, Jalen Yeah, he ended up leaving that league, and you give him a year. After the Olympics? What? So Kuznetsov wouldn't miss an Olympics. So Janeshkin will not then miss the next Olympic cycle if he's part of that group. Yeah. So Ukraine mm-hmm. the, Ukraine did not play at the Olympics. Okay. So he did not play. But the Kuznetsov suspension was four years. Meaning okay. so it was uh like it was properly four years. So mm-hmm. yes, the idea was he wouldn't play this time around, mm-hmm. but that also means he would miss uh, any world champ, like any double IHF sanctioned event. So all world championships from that point on. So from 2019, he was suspended to 2023. He can't play in any world championships. Yeah. Okay. So that would be like four tournaments. Or so whatever. he got suspended for four years. Mm-hmm. For the mm-hmm. worst kept secret in hockey. Yeah. And Dineshkin blatant racism knew what he was doing. <laughs> Half-assed apology, one year. After, even if Ukraine were not there, prior to the biggest event the IIHF are part of, like the biggest sporting event ever in the Olympics. You cowards. Not even like just that, but their, their, their statement. You it's pretty wonky. Uh, I don't, but I'll pull it up real quick. But it was just very confusing. Um, just oh, they, made, they didn't be, proofread it. They it's either they didn't proofread it or they just didn't think anything was wrong with it. Which uh, you they could not be more wrong. Uh, let me share my screen real quick. I will get this up. Do you guys see my screen? We do. Yes. Okay. So yes. this is the statement. Uh, the the IIHF Disip- Disciplinary Board has issued a one-year suspension to Ukraine's men's national team and uh, H.C. Kremenchuk forward Andrei Deniskin. So can you, either of you guys tell me um, who got suspended? It makes it sound like the whole Ukrainian team <laughs> as yeah. well as Deniskin. And they couldn't have written it like that at a worst possible time. Which, and I think one of the replies, the first reply to that was, hey, so we're getting invaded yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, they did not read this 
uh, proofread it, which I feel like, remember the last time they let put out a statement, it also oh, was Luke very Cardiff. confusing. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, so... I also know the Canadians put out a statement because, you know, it's two languages. You can very much tell it's there is a somebody who can do the French version and does a proper grammatically correct English version and French you know, together. And the double IHF, it sounds like word for word. You can tell English, you know, what Luke Tardif is, you know, what English. It's a second language. And his statement reads like it said it was a transcribed quote, quote rather than like. Rather than somebody doing a proper Google Translate, together. yeah, no, it was all it sounded awful, yeah. And then it was, yeah, it's not a good statement if you go to two pages, by the way, which that original one from Luke Tardif was, and that was in relation to uh, the one them getting um, criticism about the women's tournament because they wouldn't commit to it. He ended up organizing the tournament anyway, so goodness gracious, ah, the double IH effort, horrible, horrible. No, they're so good at growing the game thing, like, yeah. <laughs> Like, of course, the NHL doesn't want to grow the game like the body in charge of properly growing the game across the world can't even do it. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I love basketball, by the way. The fun sport. F1 season is not far away. Yeah. Go the, for uh, Drive to Survive is out in like on March 11th. I'm sure that's going to be non-controversial. Yeah. It's pretty close. Wow. Talk to so we should, is available. We should talk to more about that than chase speculations. Yeah, I'm I, I'm sure that series is going to be extremely non-controversial. What? This the new series Drive to Survive. It's going to be definitely. It's there's going to be no controversy in it. Oh well, yeah. Christian Horner's such a plug, by the way. You see that interview he did? It was yeah, like, I think ah, it's Matty, you shouldn't have been fired. And- it's about about the car and you put Max. Shut up. It's like breaking. Race director likes his guy over competitor. Breaking. Who, who won me a Michael Massey is good according to Christian Horner. Like, what do you want him to say? Like, Ooh. what is he supposed to say? Have someone in charge that isn't gonna who has a, a strong will. Because Michael Massey was not that. Maybe maybe if like Toto and Christian just wouldn't like they just stop talking to him. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Get somebody who can go against their egos and isn't easily sort of bended like Michael Massey was, and good at his job. Who cares about the safety for the drivers? Anyway, 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 anyway. Oh, I wanted to read this little bit of snippet. Uh, This is from Frank Saravelli. Uh, there are rumblings of this being Mark Scheifele's last season in Winnipeg. I think it's probably premature. Um, but not guaranteed he's a deadline conversation. Uh, since the situation is coming to a head, what that means, I don't know, even though I think he kind of explained it. Um, here's the thing with Mark Shifley, immensely talented player. Doesn't know the proper time to throw a hit in the playoffs. Point time out. Uh, and he doesn't play defense. Oh, you can tell I'm a little bitter still about the Evans hit. What? Never going to get over it. Really? No, it's just, just dumb. But it, is this the end of the Mark Shifley era? And maybe you finally, maybe Blake Wheeler the same? No, Blake Wheeler, maybe? No, of course. It's just, is it time for the Jets to hang the, the, the keys to the Eaglers, the Connors, the Dubois? The Perfettis. The Perfettis. Uh, like, make sh- it their team. They should have done that uh, two years ago. 
that this this should have been not so I'm not suggesting you trade Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler. Um, but what I'm suggesting is this handing over of the keys, like you're suggesting, should have been done two years ago when you shouldn't have traded Patrick Line. Like I'm still on that camp. I, I I'm always going to be on the you shouldn't have traded uh an extremely good goal scorer. I agree with you there. I agree with you there, and especially when he looks so good right now in Columbus. I can't believe Mark Shifley is going to be traded before Blake Wheeler, by the way. I did not see this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It looks like he's going to get traded before Blake Wheeler. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Connor Hellebuck is going to be traded before Blake Wheeler. Oh. <laughs> like, the, the, why? Okay. Why do you guys think they would trade Mark Shifley? Maybe it is a change of a philosophy, a change of real leadership. He hasn't been great. He's had an up and down season this year. Didn't start off well, and he got a lot of flack. Um, and again, he let them down in the playoffs. He let them down. Is yeah. it the Kadri effect? Right here, what we're seeing right I mean, now. Kadri's Kadri, good defensively. Kadri oh, also on. got suspended multiple times in yeah. multiple years in the playoffs. And the, the difference is it's, a, it's on a different level for that one incident because at least Kadri was behind mm-hmm. Tavares and then before – and Matthews in the poor – even before that, he was still behind Matthews. Shifley is, is for all purposes, especially last year when Dubois wasn't quite – you know, he had that really rough season and, you know, like getting traded and the border things kind of messed him up and you never really get that, got that camp under him. Shifley was the guy and he let his team down. I That's think big in the NHL. this would move would be like a jolt in their system because with Paul Maurice gone and more or less like this forward core, just keep on just adding, adding to it, but being more, more so the same. I think that it's just kind of a jolt now saying that what we rolled with before we can't have anymore and we can still get a great player back for him, but I just don't think Mark Trifley's that guy. And when I mentioned Cole Perfetti, I think that's just an insurance marker right there that, we're going to trade a first line center, but we, we have something in the pipeline that will be okay. And you win the advanced, the, the advanced stats community. You're going to love this. Can you win as Mark Shively as your number one center? No, exactly. Ah, 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 okay. But ah. I, 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 but that's like, there's how many, Okay. I yeah, yeah okay. I know I know. Well, you, you just get a center that he plays both ends of the ice. Just that simple. Matthews great defensively both okay, ways. Okay, but that's different than what you're at, what the question you're asking is. I'm not what moving you, off this topic. I I have no respect for Mark Shifley. But that's not none at all. You just okay. is not good. That's though. not okay. But that's not the what you're suggesting. What you're at, what you're questioning, and then what you're suggesting are two different things. Yeah, there's plenty of centers who play both ways of the ice, but there's also a small, I think it's a much smaller number of centers who you can win with your number as a number one center than we expect. You know what he's like? He's almost like Sean Monaghan from a couple of years ago. Question is two way game. He's got skill, but just how much skill? What's his exact thing of driving play? I wonder it's just been the jets lost their swagger when they lost line in Buffalo. And I just don't think Shifley brings that to the table. And I think that's a big yeah. problem there is they just don't have that. There's nothing. Here's the thing. There is nothing special about the Winnipeg Jets anymore. 
And at you blame that on your top guys, and it starts with Shifley. Hey, man, Wheeler. At least Wheeler has an edge to him where, like, he can go rage mode. When Mark Shifley goes into rage mode, you know, he gets a guy off the ice and then costs the team in the playoffs. Um, you know, and, and anyone's saying, oh, McDavid's two-way game. Yeah, McDavid's – shut up. McDavid's like a, a – oh, like a – how do I compare this? He's, he's the chosen one. He's okay. Anakin Skywalker, minus the younglings. And, but uh, don't I, talk about that. I don't think I, – I don't think line A was the change um, – that I don't think line A when he got traded was the change that changed things for, for the Jets. I think it's when they, like you said, Bufflin was part of it, but they lost half their decor that summer. They lost Myers, they lost Truba, and they lost Bufflin. And they didn't replace them. And? And Ben Sherrod. Sorry. And ben Chirot. They literally <laughs> lost. Uh, three and a half. Three and I can't do math, <laughs> whatever. Um, but they lost four out of their six guys and it's taken them years to get a resemblance of a good, of a decor that doesn't have any holes in it. And I don't know if we're necessarily there yet either. No, no. You, you, you just, you, I don't think they're trying to replace Dustin Bufflin because we've had this conversation. You can't, you there's can't. no replacing Dustin Bufflin. I don't think there's ever quite been a player like him ever in the league. I mean, may never see it again, unfortunately. But I think me with, with line eight was like, if you're watching the Jets, it's like you're going for the Bufflin hits and you're there for, for, for line A's dry personality and his, and his shot. And I think you've lost the magic is what I mean. You've, you've really lost. Like Bufflin was obviously was there much longer and had that. But I just think it's it's a more general sort of looking under the hood of the car and it's another sign. Um, and it said you went with Wheeler and Shifley and it just, and again, it doesn't help that they're, it's just, it, they need a different coach and Dave Lowry just hasn't quite been it. Um, there's just, there's a lot of conversation around the jets and there I'm fascinated to see what direction they go in on the deadline. Like Andrew copy, I think is going to be gone. So they're sellers. Like, is that the... Yeah, you're not... I know they've had some... They've uh, had some big wins lately. But, again, it's the conversation of... Who are you taking? Them or Colorado? You don't even need uh, to answer. Colorado, yeah. Sorry, Colorado. Vegas. Vegas. You're taking Vegas. Yeah. It doesn't... Minnesota? I'm still taking Minnesota. Minnesota. Them or the Blues? Maybe a bit more competitive. Well, I think but... Daniel would pick the Jets. I'd pick the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues are up front, though, or, and, and with their defense, if they add another guy, it, it's good. But the point of the Blues, they are third, fourth in the division, and you still yeah. question how good Winnipeg are going to be. Calgary? Calgary all the way. Edmonton and Vancouver are a little, little different, but you're not going to play them because the wild card, how that's going to shape up. But the Jets got to realize they're not good enough. So they oh, should yeah. so. If they're smart, they're going to stop. Which is unfortunate because they started off very well this season. So we all like, thought they were the best. They were back. We were just trying to figure out what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. I, I don't think it was just Paul Maurice left, and then they still kind of did okay. And then all of a sudden, just what the hell happened? It's unfortunate. Okay, to finish off of the show here, I want to talk about um, something from Larry Brooks. Larry Brooks. You ever been in a fight? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Bruxy. Great. You want to quote? Let me quote. Um, reports, uh, blah, 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 Rangers, not reports, Rangers um, 
Uh, hold on, let me. Rangers would. They don't say the word like here. I think that should be here. Uh, would like to replace Gorgiev if they trade him with a Grice or Halak as potential targets. Seems the relationship with Georgiev is probably coming to an end. He's like German in that. He just, he, he's, every month it seems to be, oh, Georgiev's getting... Remember when it was like, ah, oh, Georgiev for Kapanen? Yeah, Kapanen's like, oh, too much. You know, it's like, eh, I don't know about that. So we know Vancouver were trying to get rid of Halak, but I think he's hit his games played thing, so I think that Cap thing may happen. Georgiev wants to play more games. We know that, right? Yeah. Um, and Demko is just playing every single game right now in Vancouver. But moving forward, if you want Demko more fresh come playoff time, if you want to go a 40-40, even 60s or the 40 split, I think that could work with Vancouver and Goriev. I think he may need a contract this year. I'll double check. But I don't think that'd be the worst goalie spot. Uh, no, I think I think if you look at what Vancouver needs and uh, – I don't think getting a backup goalie at the moment is a top, prior, top, top priority, but I think it's enough for them to say, okay, let's go get Georgiev. And I think we know we can play him a decent amount of games and just do like, because you can't have Thatcher Demko playing seven sixty-five games every year. Just not. Yeah. How Arbrice, it works. By the way, does uh, Georgiev. Okay, that's fine. They can deal with that. And he's 26, so you probably got to give him a, a nice deal to lock him up. So, I, so, you know what? I'm not kind of questioning this the more I look at it. Because why, um, you know, Bo Horvat's up next year. Miller, if they keep him. I don't know about that. Mm, you probably want a shorter-term guy because who knows if Mikey DiPietro's how far he's away from going. I had to kind of question that. Maybe then the Canucks would probably have to give up more than just a lock, wouldn't they? Because he's old. Oh, yeah. Well, mm. they'd have to give up more. They'd have to give up something on everything, every yeah. move they make. You're not giving up craps, obviously. He's going to Montreal, obviously, for venture up first. But I had seen that's like kind of a weird one. The more if, they, if New York makes that trade, I think Chris Drury should be fired. Uh, what? A first in craps off for Sherratt? Yeah. I think I think if you're listening to this jury, don't listen to Alex and do it because Ben Trot's an incredibly versatile right, player who's amazing and the great advanced numbers, great real toughness. Those other one of the playoffs. Come on. A great leader. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> He's the reason the Jets are bad right now. He would probably also be the reason they're bad if he was on the team. <laughs> I tried to hype him up a bit for you. Uh yeah, he's great. He's the biggest just, free uh, agent that left that year. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone have his guy. I'm like, okay. He wasn't like bad. 2.5. Okay. Yeah. You know, he was like 3.5, four years. Like, oh, okay. 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 Weird. And he was good. Then he was bad. And he was bad. Now he's good. Great. Now he's one of the, now he's up for the Norris Trophy. New York. Didn't you know that? He'd be great next to Adam Fox. I, I would be great for, for Keandre Miller's development. Well, you can keep I, I, Libor I, Hayek, though. I, we don't, we don't I think him. Mike would lose his yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. Stabilize Jacob Schuba there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. exactly. <laughs> As the, who wants, to, who wants I, to cross the blue line when on one side you got Ben Schrott and Jacob Schuba on the other? I, I love Mike dearly, but if they did that, I would not want to talk to him. Oh, I, I want him on the show. 
I have to timestamp every time he. It'd swears. be one of those things where he refuses to, and then you know, like a radio show, like okay, we're gonna call him to his yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll make I'll make that happen. We'll, Just, we'll figure it out. The show does the show deserves. Okay, show deserves that. Okay, guys, I don't have any any. Ah, I don't have any energy left, and we have we're, we're done. We talked about everything. Mm. Last episode was actually kind of short, and this one's actually not looking too long either. Huh. Yeah, I guess it's because our next one's going to be three hours with all the trades that happen. Exactly. No, yeah. no, absolutely not. It's that next episode is going to be Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're all here for that, or yes, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe it's March second that uh, Alex I, is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm working on it. Yeah, and are you the sixth? Daniel? Me, I am the sixth. Yes. So I'll just you'll know, just be me probably for a couple of weeks. Just me talking to myself. I'll send him my pre-recorded answers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Leafs yeah, legend me. insert here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You look at Bob Murray and you know the Ducks and John Gibson. I mean, there's something there. No. What do you think of goaltending, Alex? I'd grab a beer with him, but oh, I'd grab a beer with him, but insert player name is just not good enough. He's Alex is like, and then I'm just gonna be like, what do you think of Conrad David? And then he's like, he's just not good. Garbage. 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 Okay. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. Um Habs are playing the Sabres in an hour. So it's 7 30, not seven o'clock. Cut that. Oh, we're on Jeff Skinner watch again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Thank you for listening. Check out the TikTok for the show. All that kind of stuff is what you like to see it. Um, oh, there's something. Hold on. There's something. Oh, Chris Johnson. Hold on a minute. Chris Johnson on TSN. Ben Sherratt just happens to be a player that the Leafs have at least made calls on the so Montreal. Here's, I'm going to say Chris something. Johnson. I'm going to say something. I don't ever want to hear anyone complain about how much people talk about the Leafs because I've seen everyone eat up Ben Sherratt for breakfast, lunch, and dinner just based on calls. If the Leafs didn't call on JT Miller, you're not doing your job. I believe Brian Burke is, or Jeff Merrick said that, or Elliot Friedman. One you want me to that. read you some of these quote tweets? I don't, I know, I don't, I don't. Kyle, I am in your walls. I will find you. Hashtag fire Davis. Patrick, Patrick just put a picture of a smiling dog. I hope you know, like if they trade for him, but you, you I'm not coming on that day. Yes, that day, yes, that's a you dark, are. That's a dark, yes, dark you day. are. No, that that's a dark, dark day. We're actually okay. Thanks, though, of a heart. That's my cue to jump off a bridge. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, wow. I have Chris a funny Johnson story. Knows what he's doing there? That doesn't the mean anything, but um, it's not a funny story, by the way. It has to do with baseball, though. Okay. Go ahead. So you know Jamie Campbell. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So his tweet today was I'm frequently stopped by people excited for opening day who have no idea it's jeopardized by a lockout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, didn't they have like a 30 minute meeting last week and that was it? Yeah, the only thing that uh they they proposed, I think, in the third meeting was I think an extra ten thousand for um like the mi- the the league minimum. <laughs> It's I'm you sure know that went well. Rob, Rob Manfred and Gary Bettman are are in a ring right now, fighting on who's the worst commissioner. Oh my gosh! I'm not sure who's winning. I'm not entirely sure who's winning. So uh, 
It's going all 12 rounds. Well, remember Rob Manford, he uh well he he didn't fire him directly, but he he let go of Ken Rosenthal, remember that? Yeah, what a nightmare. Was Batman a basketball or baseball guy before coming ba- to the end? Basketball. basketball. I think he worked under David Stern. David Stern, yeah. Yeah. How in the world did he do so poorly after coming off of how did he come from that? Well, because he came with his own thoughts and beliefs and not, yeah. you know, an amazing commissioner who, yeah, yeah, it's Michael Jordan, but, you know, that, that house, but, you know, you had Sidney Crosby, you had C- and Ovechkin, and you ruined it, Gary. What'd you do with them? Gary. Yeah, right now they're fighting in a ring. I'd actually pay to watch that. Gary Bettman and Rob Manfred hey. call Nick. We'll get a UFC event going. He didn't have a lot of Gretzky, but he had some. Yeah, he had the some backup. Wayne Gretzky. When was he? he when was he uh, named? Commissioner? Ninety-three was his first 93. year. He had 93. seven years of Wayne Gretzky. Come on, oh, he came and he was—he was just in the finals. He lost, but he was there. Come on, come on, Gary, come on. You wasted it. Like you wasted Sid. I mean, David's just—he's wasting. Gary Bettman is wasting Connor McDavid worse than the Oilers are. Okay, that, that's well, that's not true. That's not ah, true. Yeah. I, I'll I tell you what. Did, box, did anyone? Did anyone's watch? We all watched that. What he did uh, with it's the weekend. Yes, yes. I, I think it's a bit both ways there. <laughs> yeah, but you got to do what you can with the best talent on the world. Wait, guys, is it cold outside? I'm I'm not sure. I, I, I'm Get I over love, it. I okay. love this league. I love this league. That's everything from us. That was an all-star game joke because like, uh, if you got it, then you're a good person. And if you really want to be a better person, go appreciate and check out the show on all the platforms. It's on YouTube version of the show, TikTok, voice ad, great platform is always for the show. Thank you. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify video, all that. Check out all our individual stuff and all that kind of gubs. And we will see you Sunday. Just give us a rating as well. Oh, an Apple podcast. Woo. And Spotify. And Spotify. Yeah, they have it now. Yeah. Yes. Goodbye.